All right, everybody, welcome to Divi Chat. We are live on YouTube right now. And Leslie, what episode are we on today? What number is it? I want to say 140. 140. How about that? And uh, we just hit our third anniversary. So anyway, we're going to talk today about WordPress page builders. We're going to have a throwdown. It's going to be a knockdown drag out. Which one's the best? for you. So anyway, uh, we've got a couple guests here today, which is super exciting. We're always happy to have some friendly faces added to the mix. So why don't we uh, start off with Miss Jennifer? Why don't you tell us who you are and what you're all about? I'm Jennifer. Um, I run Caffeinated Web Studio. I do mostly development for other designers and I use Beaver Builder. Whoa! I know. <laughs> Were you Divi You used Divi before, right? I have. Yeah, I've used Divi, Elementor, and Visual Composer. Awesome. Okay, Bobby, let everybody know what you're all about. So, my name is Bobby Wilson. I'm in the glorious state of Texas. Beautiful weather today. Um, I have used Divi. Um, I have used. Visual Composer, Elementor, and Beaver Builder, but mostly, oh, I am page builder agnostic. What? <laughs> what in the world? All right. <laughs> I'm that developer. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm mostly freelance, uh, and my website has been down for a little while because I keep trying to rebuild it and everything. So, yeah. Sounds right. <laughs> Sounds about right. All right, Miss Leslie, break it down. Uh, I am Leslie Burnell, and I run A Girl on Her Mac, also in Texas, um, and I am a designer primarily for other companies and developers, and um, pretty fluent in Divi, that's about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's see what I have to share. <laughs> oh, Visual Composer, a little bit. <clears throat> Mr. Streifler. Yes, uh, my name is Tim Streifler, and I am very outnumbered today, which is actually pretty awesome. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you can find me online at divilife.com, uh, which is my Divi product business. Uh, so I am very, very much pro Divi. Uh, and then you can find me at timstreifler.com as well as wpgears.com. And I've used uh, Beaver Builder, I've used Elementor, all great tools. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a Divi guy at heart. I've used it since uh, the day it was released. And, Spoiler um, alert, the guy who runs <laughs> Divi Life. Yeah, as a favorite. Know, exactly. None of us knew that Tim had touched other builders until this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so sneaky. Yeah, you got you got to know, you know, what's on the market, what's going on. Keep um, up with the competition. Yeah, exactly. Cheater. But I'm very committed to Divi, obviously. But but yeah. Uh, my name is Stephanie Hudson, and I have a company called Focus WP, which is a white label WordPress maintenance company. And I also run an agency called Sweet Tea, where you can find me at sweettea.beer, where we do a lot of work for craft breweries. So the page builders, they have absolutely revolutionized web development, right? Web design and development. So um, as is our custom, let's start off with sort of getting on, on a solid footing. Let's get all on the same page. Tim, let us know what page builders are. 
Yeah, absolutely. So WordPress, I guess, before we talk about page builders, a little history lesson, WordPress launched well before page builders existed. For those of you that are new to WordPress, you might not realize that. Um, but it kind of back in the day, WordPress used themes and themes had to be coded in PHP and the theme would basically decide what the layout was of the page and then it'd have a nice little content area and that's what you could edit in the WordPress WYSIWYG editor. And to do any type of customization to change the layout, you either had to have a theme that had kind of some, you know, pre-built toggles that you can toggle different things on and off and maybe change things slightly with a page template. But overall, if you wanted to really customize the layout and like really have full control over the design edge to edge uh, customization ability, you had to customize PHP and you had to know what you were doing or hire a developer. And then page builders came out. Um, I think Visual Composer was like the first mainstream page builder. And it kind of changed everything because it gave you control over things that you used to have to touch code or hire a developer in order to customize. And so um, Divi came out and then uh, Beaver Builder and Elementor followed. And it, it changed the way that you edit websites with WordPress because now you have edge to edge control of the layout. If you wanted to add a call to action module or a contact form, you can do that where previously uh, you either had to have pre-built settings to allow you to change things or you had to customize PHP again. Um, and so yeah, page builders basically let you drag and drop design visually. And it's kind of like the holy grail. Like back in the day, they used to say like, to be able to like see something and then edit live, like and actually edit what you see. That was like the dream for web designers. And page builders have made that possible and some better than others. And, you know, there's still more work to be done, but um, it really does make so the average person can customize a website, which is, is pretty spectacular. Who started with Dreamweaver and code? Yeah. A little bit. That was kind of like, <laughs> you could kind of almost see what you were going to get. But, but maybe Beaver Builder was out before Gibby, wasn't it? Was I don't it think so. The, no. I don't think really? so. I don't think so. No. Yeah, uh -oh. Divi came out in December of 2013. I don't know when. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, well, I guess Visual Composer COG. Yeah. Uh, so we all sort of said in our intros what we use. Oh, I don't think I did. I'm I'm a Divi girl too. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think it's going to be a little heavy on the Divi side. This is the Divi Chat Podcast. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we want, okay, so the ones that we're sort of looking at today then, there are probably some others, but Divi obviously is the, um, I mean, it's the number one WordPress theme. It's the most popular, most used WordPress theme, which is like unbelievable and so cool, right? And it has its fans and it has its enemies, right? So, so does both. <laughs> uh, Elementor, right? Elementor has become hugely popular. Its fan base is very loyal. And Beaver Builder, the the things I hear mostly are, they really like talk about all the functionality and the add-ons for Beaver Builder. That's what I hear a lot of. And Visual Composer still hanging in there with that <laughs> interface. <Ugh. laughs> yeah. is, has it been rebranded to like the WP Bakery Builder or something like that? Yeah, WP Bakery, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what the like connection is. Uh, the one thing that, uh, that that is slightly different that I've noticed that the Visual Composer does is um, they will get baked into, maybe that's the Visual Bakery thing, baked into themes. Yeah, I so think that's what you, keeps them afloat. I think yeah, so, yeah. too. People buy that's them. And then, how I started. Right. And then 
the composer can't be updated independently of the theme when that happens, mm -hmm. which is a nightmare when themes get abandoned because I've had that multiple times. So unless you know um, where it is. <laughs> we may need to talk later because I've tried that. <laughs> I could not get it to work. <laughs> but uh anyway, so let's just run down. So um Beaver Builder, let's just jump there. We'll go alphabetically just to be super fair. <laughs> Who wants to talk to us about the the pros and cons of the BB? Number one, right out of the gate, cutest logo. I mean, I don't know. It really is. It's adorable teeth. Yeah, I guess Jennifer, since you're you're the Beaver Builder pro here, why why do you use Beaver Builder over others? Like, why why did you choose that route? I, I'm curious. Um, I think it just works best for the way I work. Um, I like that it was able to. It's always on the front end. There is no front and back end like Divi has. Um, it's also a little more stable than Divi. Um, I still have several sites that are built with Divi and they cause me the most problems just, just <laughs> when it comes to maintenance. Like, let's be a little bit honest. <laughs> like, a lot more stable, a little more stable. <laughs> like, a lot more stable. <laughs> um, I would say like one of the things that drew me to it was they were putting out the um, Beaver Themer which I think Debbie is creating one now also oh. that allows you to build the entire theme. Um, so you can create your own Heather, your own footer, um, archive pages, page templates, and you can assign them to specific um, archives or specific pages, um, whatever you want. Tags, you Yeah, and you can yeah. even say like, I want it to like, use it on all the categories, except for this one category. I want to use like this other thing over here. Um, Post types. So it makes it <laughs> so easy to build like an entire theme that's really customized to what the client wants. And when you're working with other designers, that's really great because they all have like really big ideas on what they want each thing to look like. And so that's something I'm able to give them with that. Yeah, and hats off to Beaver Builder. They were the first ones to have any type of native uh, themer, you know, theme builder type of thing. Elementor, I think, took a lot of things from them in terms of like the way the UI is set up and stuff. Definitely. Um, but it's, yeah, it's super powerful. Divi will have the theme builder in what, like a week and a half left around the Divi 4.0 countdown, another like 10 days or something. <laughs> Been a long time. Everything else breaks. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. And from a developer stamp uh, point of view, it's Beaver Builder is one of those things that has a lot of easy functionality to add onto it. I love being able to provision a site in less than an hour. And by provision, I mean, I can go in and I can change settings. I know how to add Google fonts to all the drop downs that are inside of it mm -hmm. after they're declared in the CSS. So like, for developer type things, it's really great too. Um, yeah. The other bonus about Beaver Builder is if you deactivate it, you get all your content back. Unlike some, mm -hmm. um, oh. I know that that's uh, a problem with Visual Basic and that's also kind of a drawback on Divi too, where they're still using a lot of short codes. Um, so when you deactivate Beaver Builder, you still get your page content back. Yeah. Um, it's that's super easy plus. to clean up. It's super easy to clean up in the database too. Like if anything goes wrong, I know right where to find it. Um, I don't have to go in and, and fight a lot of like short codes and figuring out or serialized data. I think Elementor is heading towards a serialized data part 
um, very much uh, that's similar to how we used to build sites with ACF and theme files. That's another way of doing it before there were page builders. Um, <laughs> Y'all, we're geeking own. out hard on doing chat today. <laughs> yeah, roll your own. So it's really great because you know you can you can go in and see all that without having to mess with anything. Yeah, and like Beaver Themer has made it really easy to integrate pods and ACF um, yeah. to make management really easy for the clients. Mm -hmm. All right, what about cons, guys? Anything um, price? <laughs> mm. oh okay yeah it's much more expensive than divi what? um what's that is it like yearly or by how many sites or it is um oh. so there's i think there's three different tiers you can buy into um it ranges from a hundred dollars a year to 400 i think yeah um and that's there's no lifetime deal or anything like that like there is with um Divi and I think Elementor is still forty nine a year. Is that they right? might have raised the price. Yeah, I think yeah, and they changed they changed up how many sites they don't have an unlimited either. They oh, have a okay. a one thousand site license for Elementor. Okay, um, Beaver Builder <laughs> is kind of still, unlimited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beaver Builder is still unlimited. So like that cost goes into you know however many sites that you want. And Beaver Builder people, if you're listening, please put which package themer comes in, please. I mean, I, I almost just said that. I was thinking the same thing. Please. Please, you guys, come on. You're killing us. Okay, so that's that's the BB. Uh, Elementor uh, next? Oh, oh, wait, go what, ahead. What, one more con, and probably oh, not sure. a lot of people notice this, um, absolute URLs instead of relative paths. Hmm. everything that beaver builder stores are absolute so if you're working on a staging site and you want to move your site over then you have to go through and you have to find all the urls from the staging site and change them to the live site because none of the paths are relative interesting oh, that's a rough one okay uh, i used uh as we mentioned before you know i'm very much uh, a divi fan but i did use beaver builder for a couple of projects one of them i had a, a side business and i wanted to use cartflows which cartflows is an amazing tool for building funnels and at the time when i started it they didn't have uh, full compatibility with divi yet they launched with compatibility with elementor and then shortly after beaver and so i was like well i need to get this launched so i use beaver builder and so i was able to kind of contrast Beaver and Divi quite a bit. And um, I will totally agree with what Jennifer said. Beaver Builder is incredibly stable and it's very fast. I feel like it's it's lighter weight altogether, um, which is good. Um, and I, I feel like the first version that I had tested out, uh, like the builder was actually pretty slow. And then they launched it like a totally new version that was like light years faster. Um, and then... Um, but one thing I did notice is Divi has so many more design customization tools built in. Um, yeah. And I know, I, I feel like Beaver's been slowly adding them, which is good. But like things that like became second nature, like adding, I don't know, a drop shadow, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like I had to do with CSS where I was kind of spoiled with Divi. Um, but again, Beaver Builder, very solid tool. I don't have, you know, a, a lot to say negative by any means. Um, however, I did, uh, Bobby, you mentioned deactivating and still having your content. And so I, I did that because once uh, Cartflow's added the full compatibility for Divi, I was like, I want, want to use Divi. And so I changed the theme from the, the Beaver 
um, starter theme or whatever it was. And then I think I even kept Beaver Builder active, but then I installed Divi. But like, while the content was still there, it was just like <laughs> the styling was absolutely like junk because, wait, why, why are you doing that? <laughs> because what you I said, heard because was- Because you said you installed Divi with Be- oh. Beaver Builder. <laughs> oh, but you gotta deactivate Beaver Builder, then but installed you, but, it. Yeah, I did it both ways. I did it both ways, but deactivating Beaver Builder it just, even though the content was still there and it didn't leave a mess of short codes, like people complain about Divi, it was completely useless. It was like the styling was junk. I had to start over. And so that's one thing that, that, that bugs me when people say, oh, if you like decide to switch from Divi, it leaves a mess of short codes. However, anytime I've ever redesigned a site, whether it's from one page builder to another page builder or a non-page builder to Divi or whatever, I'm pretty much design, redesigning the pages anyway. So That's, for me, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's never yeah. been an issue. Yeah, you can't it, just switch yeah, themes and yeah, that's yeah, accurate. Exactly. Like, you can't just yeah, switch them and expect to have. Yeah, you can't just switch them and have and expect to have the have them all styled out and looking mm-hmm. right. Great. Yeah, but exactly. if you've got a high content site and you don't want to have to go back in and rewrite all that stuff, having something to copy and paste from goes pretty quickly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and the way I've done that in the past though is is design on a dev site, so then I'm copying and pasting, you know, from dev to uh, from live to dev, whatever. But yeah, I, I think that's the bottom line. Is it doesn't matter if it's Divi, Beaver, whatever. You're redesigning a site. You're gonna have to redesign. You're redesigning yeah. a site. Yeah. You're yeah. Redesigning okay, so site. Exactly. okay, we're kind of leaning into Divi already. Let's go pros and cons. Uh, <laughs> Leslie, you've been quiet. You're a Divi girl. What's your oh, favorite thing about Divi? Divi? Oh, it's alphabetical. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. For, well, for one, I don't use the visual builder. Um, I'm still a classic and backend user. So, you know, everybody's like, oh yeah, people get so, why don't you use it? Oh uh, I find that I've always found it buggy. I haven't tried it in several months. Maybe it's not as buggy. Um, but my thing is I like to do everything with CSS when I can. So I pretty much stick to code and text modules. I, at this point, I don't really need a builder per se. Like I have a side shop I'm building. I'm not using any builder on there. So for me, I think maybe my purposes have outgrown using it. Um, when I started, I was still real green in CSS and had pretty limited skills, but now I can do pretty much what I want. So I don't feel like I'm really their target market anymore, but all my client sites are built in it. There's no reason for me to change. They like it, the ones who go in and post or blog or whatever. Um, in fact, they're, uh, I don't think I have any clients who use the Visual Builder. They're, they're still on the Classic as well. And I encourage them to try it. They can switch back and forth if they want to check it out. Um, but my clients still like it. They're still happy with it. So I just don't have a reason to switch or anything like that. And I mean, honestly, using Divi gave me a huge boost in my business. And I guess there's still a bit of um, just loyalty, I guess. <laughs> so... Yeah. And what about cons? Uh, um. <laughs> I know it feels so like, are we allowed to say that on this podcast? Uh, it's, well, I just, what, what, I mean, Elegant Themes sees this in their own Facebook group every day. Um, it breaks a lot of stuff. Every update they have with, for the which new is very year. often. <laughs> it's incredibly frustrating for people who have to maintain, maintain size, which is almost all of us. So, you know, it's kind of a, it's just a headache. I mean, I personally wait. I don't do every update. I think that's silly. I watch people on Facebook, bitch, and see what's going on. <laughs> um, 
I, I do every, you know, I just kind of do some staging sites randomly every few weeks and see what's going on. If or only you child. had someone that could run these updates for you. <laughs> right. If only. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um... This episode is brought to you by Pokey <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah, something that I, I, I'll occasionally chime in when people complain about updates and stuff, like it's rare that an update will break something major. Like I'll always have, well, not always, but like pretty often there'll be minor things that will, you know, shift and I'll have to like, you know, go in and, and tweak and, uh, you know, put in some custom CSS, but um, but yeah, the Divi updates haven't affected me majorly. And, and it's funny because like whenever someone does a post in like a Divi Facebook group saying well, the updates broke this and blah, 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 and they're, you know, ranting, you'll have like half and half, half the people will say, um, you know, I don't experience those things and half the people will. And it's not like, oh, the people that, you know, don't customize a lot, you know, or don't use custom CSS. Like it's, it's totally a mixed bag with experience levels and, and level of customizations. Cause I've had sites where like, I, I, I just use out of the box Divi with just built in setting, no like crazy customizations. And then I've had stuff break and then vice versa. And so I've kind of had two scenarios. So it's like, I don't know, like, what is the reason why some people experience a lot of stuff breaking? Some people don't, I don't know. I think what helps me have, I have minor things break too. And honestly, with the exception of maybe two times, I can CSS my way out of weird shit going on. Um, but for me, since I stick to code modules and or I'll just need to assign a div or a class, I have less breakage because I'm not relying mm. on the module settings. I'm relying on my code. So I feel like I have less issues that way. And so I, I think that helps if you do have some code knowledge. But again, I think their target market is DIYers and they shouldn't have to worry about stuff breaking. They shouldn't have to worry about getting a code fix. Um, so that's, you know, my only kind of beef. But but yeah, I, I think if you can code, I, I I personally, well, then again, why would you need a builder if you really can? I don't know. <laughs> it's a complicated thing. Yeah. It really is. It depends what's, what ease of use and all that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Stephanie, on that note, since with Focus WP, you are doing a lot of updates. Like, okay. have you come across any type of patterns for when updates break stuff and, you know, stuff like that? Any rhyme or reason of, of what, what the cause is or anything like that? We have not, but we don't do major updates until it's a couple points in, a couple points down the road. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. too scary. Yeah. For and any plugin either though, because it yeah, even up yeah. like you can yeah, not just Divi. Right. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's right. my own experience. Cause I, I won't do I won't do updates until like I'll do updates once a month and then it's usually like, you know, several iterations in on a major feature release and stuff. So yeah, maybe that's part of it. I just wait for a couple like point updates, maybe three, two or three, the little small point updates, and then um and then there's usually I really I've Honestly, I rarely have breakage or issues, and I assume that's it because there really is no other rhyme or reason. I mean, I think the stuff that causes it has to be like plug-in interactions or other things. It's not just stuff, you know, it's not mm -hmm. that it's, they're shipping broken code. You know, I mean, it's just like there's a million different things, and so you, we just have to be on our toes for everything that's going on. But um, but so, I use – I well, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Bobby. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> Well, I, I was just guessing, this is the only one I really, uh, the only one I use, and I, I've never even tried the other ones. And it like is a little hard for me to say that because I'm such a geek and I love 
like new toys and I love playing with them. <laughs> and I hear all the things that people say, and I'm like, that sounds awesome. And I made a conscious decision that it might not be perfect, but it's what I'm using. Like, this is what my business is using. And I started with elegant themes before Divi. And it was almost for that exact reason, because I was building WordPress sites and I was using, they weren't really custom, you know, I was using themes and templates and stuff to build sites for people to get a jump start. And I was like wasting so much time because I would have to learn how each template was built first before I could edit it and modify it. And it was making me nuts. I'm like, this is so inefficient. So I'm like, I need to just find somebody that makes a wide variety of themes. I'm going to sign up with that company and then it'll all be the same. And elegant themes was the one, like they had that whole big yeah. set of themes that I think still exist well, actually. Really like, I don't know, I don't know they who's do. downloading it, yeah. but they said the the theme library. I don't know when, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I just started using them and it wasn't, I don't think it was even a year into that and Divi 1.0 came out and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, I was like, this is the best. Cause then you only needed one. You didn't need all of the other ones even. So it's, it's streamlined it even more. And so for me, that was like, all of the other things have good things. And they all have bad things, which is kind of what we're talking about today. And so that was the one I started using since the very beginning. There is a plenty of workforce out there to farm stuff out to, you know, because I like to work with contractors and stuff right now. That's I'm not really doing a ton of building myself at the moment. So, you know, for me, it works and it's not, you know, I, I know there's always haters and th there's tons of stuff we can gripe about, but like, there's probably those people in the other groups too, you know? <laughs> Just like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I so that's just the decision. Yeah. Beaver builder. Like once I tried it and I was like, oh, I like the way this works. I mean, I've used Elementor, but only because Beaver Builder wouldn't work on a site that I was doing. It was like a custom site and Beaver Builder wouldn't load onto it for whatever reason. So I was like, oh, I'll just use Elementor. Cause Divi seemed like a lot <laughs> for just like this one page I was building for her. Mm -hmm. oh my um, God. But I was like, I'm not learning another tool. <laughs> like, no. That's another thing, like, too, right? People are like, I don't want to relearn a whole freaking. No. It's a so lot. I, know I how mean, this works. That's enough. Especially because, <laughs> well, listen, like we're geeks. We're not just doing it out of the box. We want to be like, how does it work? And what's the mm -hmm. best way? And, you know, we want to tweak and configure. Yeah. That's how our brain is. That car is not at my house, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that just came from. Not me. Um, so one, a couple of. And, and I've used Divi um, quite a bit. Um, I too was around when Elegant Themes first popped out Divi 1.0 and was like, oh, I'm this trying to be like everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I'm <laughs> you know, and there were just so many other theme frameworks like Genesis and I forget a couple. There were others. And Astra, you know, Astra, pretty. Astra yeah. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> Flashback. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it was like Genesis and I, and I even had like a WordCamp talk about grandchild names. Um, anyways, I digress. Wow. I digress. Um, so the biggest, and, and I've liked Divi. I've liked the experience with Divi and the modules that they come out with. They're, they're really helpful. Um, but I have never been able to get the visual editor to actually work. That sucker times out for me, no matter what system I'm on, could be top of the line super duper fast internet connection. I've never gotten the visual editor to work for me. And I've always been so sad about that because that looks like something that would be really cool. Um, 
the other con that, um, and this kind of goes to um, talking about the point of updating and things breaking. The biggest enemy to I, what I think would be a Divi person would be WooCommerce. Hmm. Um, I worked on a site that had a ton of products. There were some add-ons um, and updating Divi was always a very shaky proposition because you didn't know if it was actually going to bog down and or break what was going on in WooCommerce. Um, so like you, Stephanie, I would wait a few points and also read change logs like crazy. Like, mm. what did Divi change? Did this have anything to do with certain functions? Okay, it did. Let me go back and look and see what WooCommerce is going to do. Now, plenty of people have problems with updates with WooCommerce just on the, on their own. Yeah. Um, and then when you start adding on the add-ons that we had, that gets really crazy. Um, but those were the two major cons for me. Like uh, WooCommerce and, and Divi just don't play very well together, even, even currently. Like I've been finding a lot of problems where they're just not playing together very well. Um, have you had a chance to use the new WooCommerce modules that Divi came out with? I have not. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that fixes the issues that we were seeing so many times over and over and over again after updates. Um, but, you know, like I said, I don't use Divi a whole lot anymore. Um, I had maybe three e-commerce clients on it and all of them kind of had the same experience. Like things just wouldn't work all that great. Um, Have you so used the new WooCommerce things, Tim? Um, I haven't actually, but I, I've never had issues with uh, Divi and WooCommerce. Um, you have Royal Commerce, right? Isn't that a Woo Divi theme? It is. It's a child theme, but it doesn't, um, I mean, it's... It uses the old... It, the it's old very one. limited, like, extra customization. Like, it's mainly styling is what, what it is. Um, and then some additional custom plugins and stuff, but... Um, but yeah, I've never had a lot of issues with the WooCommerce sites. Um, I Divi Life used to be WooCommerce, and then I migrated to Easy Digital Downloads, which was the migration was a nightmare in and of itself. Licensing, subscriptions, all of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've never, I've never found WooCommerce and Divi to be troublesome. WooCommerce, like you said, Bobby is very you know heavy a lot going on and so and then divi is you know there's a lot going on there too so um i have woo and i've never really had issues but i've had four products yeah i think at the most i had was eight and really no add-ons other than stripe i think i i use the very basic basics i don't i just don't yeah. need a lot so but i can yeah. imagine if it was you know, a heavy, a heavy woo add-on thing. I, I, that would scare me. <laughs> yeah. The, the site that I worked on in particular that had some problems with Divi and WooCommerce near constant, um, had, let's see, it had, um, composite products. It had group products. It had ShipStation. It had PayPal. It had a couple of credit card processors. It had a different. It makes ship me twitch just hearing all that. Yeah. It had a different. <laughs> It had a different shipping plugin for a couple of different kinds of ways to ship, um, yeah. you know, some, some minor companies. So there was that too. There was something customized that I wrote for it um, that sometimes it would even break and didn't have anything to do with WooCommerce necessarily. So I think, I think Divi is such a heavyweight 
um, as far as table usage, that when we're talking about a site that has more than, let's say, a thousand products, which is what this one did, that's when things get a little scary. Yeah. None of my, the sites I ran with Dave and WooCommerce had nearly that many products. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that could explain yeah. it then. I hate, to, I hate to push this along, but we got more to talk push, about. Push, push, push. Next, next letter, e, e for Elementor. Who wants to jump in and talk about Elementor? Yeah, is it Elementor? Elementor. Like an evil yeah. villain? Yes. Cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're an interesting company. Uh, I, I don't have extensive use, so I'm not going to say a lot, but I do have some experience. But I have been watching them since the beginning. And I feel like in a lot of ways, they've had, you know, second or third mover advantage where, you know, Divi kind of being, you know, the yeah. first like huge uh, page builder that, um, you know, besides Visual Composer. And then, you know, Beaver Builder did some things differently. Elementor was able to look at, you know, Divi and Beaver and say, okay, what, what do they do right? What do they do wrong? And then, mm -hmm. and so a lot of people don't realize that is some of the stuff with Divi, it's like, they're dealing with, you know, a lot more years of technical debt, like where Elementor, I think is based off, um, it's all like um, Flexbox and, and stuff, right? Where like Divi has like their own more custom grid, because that wasn't like at least fully adopted yeah. yet. Like it wasn't at the as time. popular, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So go back and retroactively add that stuff makes things yeah. break when you yeah. update it, right? Like, <laughs> and they are circle. I'm like, yeah. they have a lot yeah. of posts, like last year's, and they, they are trying to get rid of they short They did code bring some and more, and re, yeah, and re more Flexbox it, in but, too, I think. Yeah. So, so anyways, yeah, I, I think uh, like sorry, a lot sorry. of stuff, Divi is, is, has like a uh, more retro code base, I guess you could say, which, you know, happens when you've been around funny, that's a really that's like a really good point though <laughs> i know not Re in like retro. a cool way not in like the vintage wordpress in the wordpress world like one year they have, WordPress they is have like hipster awesome. code <laughs> so they're like they're like the millennials of code it's like <laughs> the so, uh okay so go elementor, ahead bobby yeah so with Break elementary you still have the same like drag and drop interface that you do um, mm -hmm. I'm thinking that there were short codes. I can't remember. It's been a while since I took an, a look at an Elementor database. Um, you know, and a lot of the great stuff. Now, if you're more the developer type, you can start building your own add-ons the same way that you can do with um, Beaver Builder. It makes it super easy uh, mm -hmm. to build kind of like your own modules and things like that. Um, Elementor is a slightly better um, at that. Um, they got great documentation on, on building your own modules and you can start adding in all sorts of stuff. You can edit modules too. So if there's a module that isn't working or giving you the exact option that you're looking for, you can add that in. Um, so that's been pretty wow. helpful on the developer side. Yeah, that's, um, that's awesome. Yeah, there was something where it's like, I wanted to drop down to where I could change an overlay to be white or black, depending. And this was like not on a hero or, a, or something that actually supported it. So I'm like, oh, well, I can just make that copy and I can do this and that. Oh, hey, I'm done. And it worked. <laughs> um, you know, so that, that's a bonus. And I know that Divi can too, but doing it in Divi, that's kind of a pain. Um, you have to know your way in and around Composer a little bit if you're not doing a direct override, um, which I have done. But Elementor and, and Beaver Builder makes that tons easier to to deal with i am not a module modifier yeah. so 
<laughs> that yeah, doesn't he, really touch me. But custom modules were difficult, like pre Divi Visual Builder. And then with the visual builder to get custom modules fully compatible with the visual builder is very, very difficult. And people don't realize that. And so when you are creating and selling custom plugins, they're like, why isn't this like perfectly working with the visual builder? It's like, we're trying really hard. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is not easy. It's very difficult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jen, did you say you've used Elementor? Um, I have, but only on one site. Oh, okay. And it oh, that's right. Fine. That um, I would say this definitely like just right in between Divi and Beaver Builder as far as the way it works. Um, I'd also say that of the three, I would say Beaver Builder is more um, marketed towards developers. Mm, and okay. I would say that Divi and Elementor are more marketed towards people building their and own users. sites. Yeah. It's a lot more uh, customizable with the settings in it. As with Beaver Builder, a lot of it is done on the back end with CSS or functions. Um, there are third party um, plugins you can buy that like add on functionality. But out of the box, Beaver Builder like doesn't have the customization that Beaver, uh, that Divi and Elementor do. Interesting. As far as like, um, like tips of like adding drop shadows and you know adding this adding that which could be a good thing for diyers who like to make really ugly shit yeah <laughs> that's true totally. more, more options more design settings yeah. <laughs> more ways to screw everything try to stick everything yeah. in one side true. oh yeah. i can make this so everything this can animal. move yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking to the drop shadows on everything yeah just because Speaking you can't put drop shadows and animations on everything definitely doesn't mean you should. Should. <laughs> should be like our tagline <laughs> okay so now you guys the page builder everyone loves to hate the real composer who that was the first one i ever used does anybody have a pro <laughs> uh i will say me after all these years it's pretty stable <laughs> all right it all doesn't right. have like a ton it. of problems uh it's got a lot of support in the theme community especially if we're talking like theme forest stuff mm. right out of the box you've got True. Some okay good, good. Stuff. now elementor does too and you know theme forest is working with that they've got um a plugin and it works for beaver builder too where you can download some themes right out of the box that are just ready for you to go Interesting. um Wait, so they're I baking think, it into theme? Like they're mm -hmm. baking that builder in with the Elementor, they're doing that? So it's, it's, it, no, you're, you're not baking it it's in compatible. like Google It's just, oh, okay. There's these themes that are ready to go and built on it. And once you yeah. download it, it's, it's like, like very much like Divi with. themes. It's like, it's okay. like Divi library kind of thing. Right, right, right. But what I'm talking like, because the, the thing that I've had bad experiences with, kind of what I said before, like when it's visual composers baked into these themes mm -hmm. and you okay this is what i'm talking about like i'm wondering are they doing that with elementor because then once the like yeah. once they just yeah. abandon these 24 dollars themes you can't update the composer and then your whole site's vulnerable and yeah i think yeah. so uh visual composer was on code canyon and would sell basically extended licenses to these theme uh developers and they would yeah they would bake it in package it in and basically boast those features as part of their theme but really it was visual composer mm -hmm. and then yeah you didn't actually like get a license to be able to update it right. um or maybe yeah. sometimes you did sometimes you didn't i don't know but yeah and that was a problem 
So yeah, in the, in the early days when they first started doing that, you didn't get a license to visual composer separately. You had to buy or download the theme all over again and rely on the theme developer to have actually updated uh, visual composer correctly. That led to a lot of issues. Now, the way they, yeah, when the name changed, they actually like kind of replatformed it a bit so that if you do have it inside of a theme, it's, it's a plugin that you are prompted to install when you install yeah. the theme. Um, and then you so can purchase your own okay. license. Yeah, and then you can purchase your own licenses oh, okay. separately. So from much the better. Oh mm-hmm. my God. So yeah. much better. Um, so much better. And, you know, you, you go in, um, it, it's listed in the plugin. Sometimes it's not, but you can find it inside the plugins folder and you can update it from there. Was before, it was buried pretty deep and you had to have knowledge of like Composer and Redux framework and a lot of people just don't which have i that. do not yeah i don't even know what that means what you said. <laughs> one, one thing kind of talking about this uh kind of reminded me uh, bobby mentioning elementor having uh like on theme for us like ready-made you know names uh-huh. or templates or whatever um both beaver builder and elementor are actually freemium products where they have a free version mm-hmm. in the wordpress oh. plugin repository I about that yeah yeah, and, and so I feel like that, that's a big part of kind of what has fueled their growth. And Elementor, they like to brag because they have, you know, a huge amount of, of installs through um, WordPress.org, which is, is awesome, and they've grown a ton. Um, but Divi still takes the cake for, uh, like, actual, like, real sites that have been created, um, you know, their stats from builtwith.com. Um, but yeah, I, that's kind of an interesting thing because Divi has never and will never have a free version. It's it's only their the premium product, and so they kind of slightly different um, model. Yeah, that's interesting. That goes toward the pros, I guess, for some of those other ones. Um, I I mean, I don't think we really need to bash Visual Composer with all the cons, do we? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think we all know. I don't. I this earlier this year, one of the developers that I do Divi work for, he had a site that was still on Visual Composer, and you know, he sent me an email. I was like, "Have you ever worked in BC?" I was like, "Yeah, like five years ago." Um, he's like, "Well, we need some edits on this." So condescending, said, yeah. Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. I was like, gross. I want to see. I want to see how much what had changed. You know, if anything. And um, I, I knew that they had a rebrand and stuff like that. So I was just curious. I was like, "Yeah, let me get in there." Um, and it felt very much the same. Um, mm-hmm. I could tell, you know, it'd been years, so I couldn't remember exactly what it looked like, but I could tell that they did some UI changes. Um, it felt fast still. Uh, it just wasn't, it, it, I got so used to the modules and the look of Divi. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily like, you know, that, 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 like I got it, but, um, I didn't, I didn't necessarily see anything completely wrong with it. It was, there was quite a lot packed into a small area as far as modules yeah. and, and drag and drop stuff. So. I would say the biggest problem I had with Visual Composer is that it's just so hard to find what you're trying to change once it's built. Like on a customer side, like just to make a text change, you have to like go through so many places, try to figure out where that is. It's not as easy as just like looking and be like, oh yeah, this is a text module. It doesn't feel that like it's a visual composer. (laughs) No, it's not intuitive at all. Does it feel like Uh a bakery? (laughs) <laughs> not really uh um, yeah so the- oh go ahead bobby man we're always like boom saying yeah gotta do it gotta gotta say so one of the things that i also find kind of confusing with visual composers it also supports customizer but a lot of the themes have 
theme options that includes a lot of that stuff mm. and the two don't speak mm. so you can set something <laughs> yeah. and the cr- crowd groans <laughs> mm. yeah so you can set something inside of theme options overwrite it and customizer or you can go back and overwrite it again inside of the theme options nice yeah. that's fun yeah, i'm there ready are- for wordpress to kill the theme customizer <laughs> just saying <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not going to kill the, the theme customizer. They love that thing. Uh, I love it. So there is a, there are a couple of visual composer based themes that actually make a connection in between the two. I wish that I could remember the names right now. Um, <laughs> I would say what they are. Um, so if you make a change inside of the customizer, that change shows up in the theme options and then can get ported out. So that's really nice um, because, it's you know, Exporting <laughs> exporting customizer settings isn't very straightforward either. Mm, I can't imagine. <laughs> As I was sort of mentally preparing for this episode, I was also kind of thinking, I mean, so we've gone through the alphabet, but to jump back in the alphabet a little bit, what if we jump to the letter G? What does anybody think about using, like the, about the potential for Gutenberg? You know, it's been, um, you know, they were sort of, it was looking like Gutenberg could potentially be a builder killer. I don't know if it's still heading in that direction. If you guys have thoughts on if that'll ever um, materialize. I think down the road, it could like become a builder, but it's so far behind right now that I don't think it's viable like anytime soon that that happens. I know a lot of studios popped up with blocks and block mm-hmm. libraries. Um, I don't know how often they still are popping up or continuing to build on those, but um, I don't know. I, don't, I only used it a very little bit when I worked with Aspen Groves and they have, I think their child theme for Gutenberg was released. I'm not sure. Maybe it hasn't been yet. Um, so. But yeah, it was a slow process in getting that going and um, yeah, it's it's still got a, a long ways to go, I think, before anybody could consider that it's a page builder killer. Um, there's, you know, it, it just, you know, in the basic blocks alone, you don't get very much. Um, mm-hmm. You don't get some of the really great features like being able to customize um, a lot of things without CSS still. Mm-hmm. And then there's the discussion no one wants to talk about, the accessibility issues. Oh, yeah. That's a big yeah. <laughs> A lot of drama there. Yeah, so I, I think. WP drama. <laughs> I, I think uh, I, I definitely agree, um, and I think, like WordPress itself, it kind of relies on the developer community and third-party, you know, products to basically like move it forward, move Gutenberg forward, and so I feel like for it to really take off, it's going to need to be like a really strong like framework foundation for other companies to build themes that have blocks included and you know different plugins that take advantage of that which I don't know because I feel like WordPress if you take away Gutenberg it's like you know a bare bones you know platform which then you you have you know other things page builders and plugins that kind of take it and so to try to put some of those things like a, a builder as part of the core platform it doesn't I don't know it's It'll be interesting to see long-term, but yeah, as, as everyone's mentioned, it's a long, long way off. Yeah. So if we can then sort of narrow down our builder, uh, our builder head, head to head, like mainly it's the three, then, right? We've got <laughs> <Right>. Beaver, Beaver, <laughs> uh, Divi and Elementor. So if we're talking about what's the best 
what's the best one? It, there's no, there's no one for every situation, mm-hmm. right? So right. how does someone that's listening to this show, maybe they're new, or maybe they just like some of us haven't tried some of the other ones. How do you go about deciding which one is right for your needs? And one of the things I would say out of the gate would be something maybe like, um, what do you think is the quickest one to get up to speed on, for example? How about that? What do you guys think would be the easiest to jump in and build a site? Mm, probably Elementor. Beaver Builder. Think so? Mm. That's think, hard. Yeah. yeah. It depends so really on how much they know. Like if they know CSS and like have built a site, then yeah, Beaver Builder. But if they're trying to do a lot with just a plugin, I'd say probably Elementor because it can work on any theme. But yeah, it's hard because even though I have used Elementor and I have used Beaver on projects, both times I was coming at it from a very experienced Divi user. And so mm-hmm. like it was hard to get used to, but I wasn't coming at it with a clean slate. So I can't really say. Oh, for yeah, sure. that's true. Yeah. If it just works a different workflow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think someone, a beginner, you know, to come at all three and, and, you know, make that determination of which one's easiest to pick up. And it might not be the same for every person. Some people's brain, right. you know, just thinking. Yeah. Everybody works yeah. differently and learns differently. That's yeah. totally true too. So we've talked about price. Which one is the, which one's the cheapest to start? We've got two that have a freemium. What are the other cheapest? And then, because it's cheapest to start and then there's the cheapest in the long run, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, right. I think Beavers, cheapest in the long run is Divi because you can, Divi, you can buy a license. license. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would I I agree there. Divi's probably the cheapest until you're talking about adding modules, needing mm-hmm. something customized. Um, then I think they're all kind of neck and neck. I think Beaver Builder and Elementor come with more modules. At least it feels like it comes with more modules mm-hmm. that I I'm able to use out of the gate and don't have to worry about. Yeah, it could be wrong. I would say they definitely have more like. Yeah, more modules that you'll actually use. Whereas Divi has a lot of modules that you'll never use. Okay. (laughs) Any any other things? I was just trying to think like, oh, I wonder what module she would never use. (laughs) I I would say um, something that sets apart. Are we still talking about price? Sorry, I'm- (laughs) You can talk about whatever you want. (laughs) Okay, Um, it's not related to price at all, but- um, something that Divi has that I don't, I know Beaver doesn't, and I'm not sure that Elementor has is, is Divi has a lot of workflow features that can drastically speed up um, building time. So being able to like extend styles and copy and paste mm. styling and oh, yeah, global. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that, where I think sets it apart. Um, those features might kind of be hard to get used to. And then once you get the hang of them, um, it becomes second nature. And that was one thing I noticed when I was building on Beaver, it was like not being able to, um, you know, take styling and copy it across all of all the, you know, the same yeah. modules and stuff like that. Is it because you didn't know how to do that or is it because it doesn't offer it? It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't offer it. Doesn't offer it. it. Yeah, no, They're, they do have um, two different kinds of modules that you can save. You can either save it just as it is, or you can make one that's global. Um, I love that. That was super easy. I didn't have to do anything strange. I think there was like a weird workflow on that for Divi, um, making something global. Um, it's pretty straightforward, I think. But yeah. I don't know. 
Well, it, it may have changed a bit. Um, and the other thing too, is like, we're talking about like options there. Beaver Builder does have a ton of options in their modules now. Like there are drop down, mm -hmm. there are, there are drop shadows. There's border radiuses that you can set. There's borders and you can change transparency and all this stuff. I know earlier versions of Beaver Builder, not that customizable. There yeah. are yeah. now. Uh, um, 2.0 really elevated them. Yeah, yeah. they have tons it's of so global much settings too. And, and they do have tons of global settings. Like I can, I can easily mm -hmm. set global JavaScript, global CSS um, without having to use the customizer, without having to have any weirdo theme options going on like ACF or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and setting that up globally is like super easy. Like that, like I said, provisioning in under an hour with some CSS and stuff, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. What Great. about um, Divi has the layout library. Do Divi and Elementor also come with something comparable to that? Yeah. Are, are you talking about when you save your own library or no, like, I mean the, like when, you, when they have the starter ones? The pre-made. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's as extensive as Divi's. There's a lot of people who build Divi like child themes and then have you have the library from them also. But there is like something comparable in, in Beaver Builder and Elementor. Well, that's another yeah. thing. What about community? Because I know Divi's community is quite oh, that's big. That's a great now. point. Yeah. Big following as far as Facebook groups and I'm sure other areas online. Mm -hmm. um meetups and stuff like that do you see are y'all in facebook groups for elementary and beaver builder and is it kind of i'm an I am for beaver builder and uh <laughs> and like i'm helping there everywhere. i stay out of groups yeah <laughs> um i like the beaver builder group everybody in there has been pretty helpful when i've had questions and hmm. for the most part i've thought the divi gang is a great bunch it's gotten so huge that of course you run into you yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. And, and I've, I've, I'm a part of um, a ton of Divi groups. Like and, 75. And, <laughs> yeah. Cause there wasn't a, an official one until recently, you know, they took over the biggest one. Mm -hmm. um, and then, but yeah, I'm a part of the Beaver and a part of Elementors as well. And um, I would say they all have like very, you know, tight knit community of, of, mm -hmm. of fans. And then um I, I don't know, I haven't been in the Beaver one in a while, but I know Elementor and, and Divi has, you know, their fair share of the people that want to complain and, you know, the people that are frustrated and blah, blah, blah. You know, when you have a community of, of users at different experience levels, you're going to, you're going to get that. But did they um, ever hit a word camp in a bunch of matching shirts? <laughs> probably not. I don't think so. <laughs> See, boom. <laughs> So we've got um, we've got a couple things in the chat. Um, people are bringing up some other ones that we didn't talk about today. Brizzy, I I completely forgot about. It. I've heard about this. I don't know anything about it. And oxygen. Oxygen. I really would have liked to have someone on who knew that one. I've actually owned a license. Um, I purchased the license when they were first coming up, just to be supportive. It was a hundred bucks lifetime. And I was like, you know, let's. Yeah, I'll help them. Um, I've never installed it. I've never used it. I actually don't really care for a lot of their tones on their, their type of marketing is, is like bash other builders. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not into that. Like just, you know, praise your own shit. Like you don't mm -hmm. need to do that. Um, but I've never got to use it. I've heard mostly just good things. Um, I don't know. Anybody else? Have you guys used the other ones? Mm -mm. No. Uh, I haven't. We've got, someone says an SEO guy. Nancy said an SEO guy, she knows swears by oxygen because it loads fast and things like that. But 
uh, not a whole lot of other um, themes coming in to the chat. But again, <laughs> these are the Divi chat followers. You, so. <laughs> one thing I did uh, recently, I went to wordpress.org, went to the plugins page and typed in page builder. That is very enlightening because there's yeah. a lot of page builders there that like- There are a lot, yeah. They have mm -hmm. like 200 active installs and it, you know, looks like it's a full-fledged page builder, but- um, huh. Interesting. Yeah. So guys, we only have a few more minutes. I thought maybe we'd go around and do, um, for final thoughts, why don't you give some a piece of advice to someone out there who isn't sure which one of these would be the best for them? What do you think? Anybody have something like that they could share? Um, oh, Jen's ready. I'm ready. Um, I would say, you know, try them, you know, build a small <laughs> site and see what works for you yep. or, you know, join the communities and see what people are making with it and see if like, that's something you'd be interested in. Um, I think all of them have demos that you can try out. You know, that's the only way to know if it's going to work for you is to try it. True. Anybody else? Totally agree. You know. Um, yeah, I would say uh, kind of to echo what Jen was saying, all of them are like, they're great tools, all three that we've kind of focused on today. Um, I don't think you're going to necessarily go wrong with any. Some people have had bad experiences with one or the other and, and whatnot, but um, overall, they're very uh, dedicated teams behind each of the three builders that are, you know, serious about taking care of their customers and making their product as, as, as great as possible. And so you really can't go wrong, but it's going to come down to kind of preference. And so as Jen mentioned, trying it is really the only way to tell. And uh, I think so too. Go ahead. I've got another tip for anybody looking at page builders. Go and look at their documentation. Mm -hmm. If you go in and you look and they have a section about their modules and you go in and you don't think that you're going to be comfortable with how those are set up, look at the next one. Uh, Bobby, I, I don't know what it is, lot. but... I really wish you could like read me bedtime stories. <laughs> like you could read me a change log and I'm like so peacefully falling asleep. Yeah, Especially the way you're like looking down. Like I feel like I'm in bed right we now. We should have that as a segment. Change log, bedtime. <laughs> so my from the Slack change log. Change logs with Bobby. <laughs> be our next oh podcast. Gosh. We'll I think that. That'll be on I every other week when we're maybe I should just make a podcast that is that and if people really like just my read voice things. Then that's what happens. <laughs> just read today's stuff. change log slack 1.6 <laughs> so so what's that word that those letters for stuff that's calm like AD, AD, ADSM ADSM AMSR sorry AMSR ADSM is something else oh Oh, bad ones. No, is it one of the bad ones? No, okay. No, You're no, thinking no. BDS. No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anything else anybody wants to add? It's right up to six o'clock. Yeah. I think. He's a divvy. I think we broke it down pretty good. I think we broke it down pretty good, you guys. I think we were very fair. Yeah, here I think so too. I feel real proud of us. We did a good job. And I don't know. I still think. Just pick one. They're all good. Like, you know, you can find stuff to love and hate about all of them. Pick one mm -hmm. and just go with it and quit wasting your time tinkering with stuff. 
I don't know. I agree. But that's just me. <laughs> but that's just me. All right. Well, everybody, thanks so much for being here. Wouldn't be the same without you. Thanks for being in the live chat. Our loyal following. Hit that like button. Smash it, as Pablo says, which he said. <laughs> Somebody's Hulk smashing it right now. Oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> thanks, Nigel. All right, you guys. That's it. See you in two weeks. Take care. Bye-bye.